0: And started. Hello, and welcome to episode one hundred and 37 of Wada Hockey, where we talk all things Texas hockey and the stories and culture that surround it. Cue up the Slim Shady because the gang is back. Back again. Back again. Shady's Sh- back. Tell, Tell your a friend. friend. Tell a friend. Tell, all Tell a them. friend about Wada Hockey. Tell them about Wada Hockey. There's so much hockey to talk about that we are going to be all over the place, but that is what makes it fun. Before we start, we want to give a huge shout out to the writers at wadahockey.com who are keeping everyone in the loop with the Dallas Stars and soon more Allen Americans content. As always, before we jump into it, we got to catch up with the gang that's here with us today. It's the OGs, it's the boys. First and foremost, it's Pat. I don't know if you guys remember that movie. It's like from the late 90s. It was it SNL skit? I'm sure Pat hates that I brought that up. But anyway, Pat, what's <laughs> going on, man? How have you been? We got to uh, hang out recently and, uh, Would have been a lot more fun if the stars would have won. Yeah,
1: that game wasn't super great, but no, it it was nice to see you.
0: It was fun to catch up. It'd been a while, been a while,
1: yeah. Just been hanging out, gone to a few games. Um, was gonna go Saturday this week, but um, Steve's company Christmas party is Saturday, so that takes priority, obviously. Um, But yeah, my cousin new. once again. The, the stars stars new year over the show. Yeah. Christmas party takes priority to the show over the show exactly. <clears throat> um, but yeah, my cousin and a couple buddies are coming into town. We're gonna go play golf Saturday morning. Um, Thorn Tree Country Club would highly recommend. Or Thorn Tree Golf Club now, I suppose. Why? thornberry tree country club <laughs> yeah, it is an out in desoto it's uh i love the wild thornberry references by the way
0: that, I, I don't have the energy to go all full <laughs> thornberry.
1: yeah it's out in desoto it's like 65 bucks 70 maybe okay but it used to, it used to be a country club that they turned public and uh, they still maintain it pretty much like a country club.
0: Love really that. Nice. Love that. The temperatures are nice during the day. We're still getting yeah. some, some comfortable temps for the old uh, swinging into the sticks. That's good. Absolutely. I had
1: I had my longest drive in a while. Uh, two weeks
0: ago. 339. Get out. Get out. Don't let the frame fool you. Don't let Whoa. the height fool you, folks. This man's built like an absolute pyramid of a human being I can pit. get
1: I can get lucky every
2: now Built and then. Bill different, man. Bill different. Didn't yeah. we go he go to that? We kept just... saying that. Oh yeah. I don't know. I think that was the name of an episode. Bill different. <laughs> I'm like 90% sure it was a name yeah. of an
0: episode. <laughs> That's a solid callback.
2: Little Bill
0: different. Uh that's good though. Man yeah and 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 that was fun catching up. Shout out to all the the friends that we saw that night. That was cool to to be able to meet up afterwards.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um
0: Jason, J Dog, J Diggy, we've gotten to hit the ice a couple times over the last couple weeks and uh got to got to catch up with you guys at an Americans game. What's what's uh what's the digs? What's life?
2: Jeez, man, uh, life has been decent, I guess. I did get a new gig, even though how temporary it might be. I'm still looking for gainful employment. Uh, but, you know, for the time being, I got something. Uh, speaking of the wild thornberries, and I guess oh. call back to like 90s Nickelodeon, Max has discovered the Rugrats. Oh, uh, thank on goodness. Netflix. And so he has been all over it. It's been giving me some major like flashback, and it's been great. And That's hopefully this is longer than the last like two days. Cause like he'll find a show and then he'll like move on like very quickly from it. Which I guess is kind of like a good thing, right? Because you don't want to like yeah. see the same thing over and over again. So yeah, man, but it's been great. Life's decent, dude. Oh, wait, I don't know if I I don't know if I've mentioned this uh over the waves yet. Uh but I don't think my so. wife and I are Expecting a new one. So, expecting a little girl in
0: twenty-four. Snaps all around. This is
2: where I would put the...
1: yeah.
2: <clears throat> yeah, <throat> <laughs> yeah, just like some baby crying noises. And, uh, or the rug rat thing. Oh, yeah, maybe just throw that and then that'll work. It's gonna though. be a little rug rat for sure, man. I'm pumped though. Hashtag girl dad. Hashtag girl dad. Well, I hope it's a little Rat. I don't want like a a
0: full adult person. That would be (laughs) disconcerting. Like, I'd be a little, I'd be a little uh, put off by
2: that. Kelly giving birth to a full born uh, 18 year old.
0: (laughs) What's up, folks? Well, this has been neat. I'm going to scooch on out of here and uh, go. Yeah, what's what's college like? I'm going to go hit hit up and uh, work chilies on the weekends. Here they're looking for surgeries
2: for sure man <laughs>
0: well that's awesome man um it's kind of uh how do you segue into to a beautiful baby girl blessing uh to a hockey bag i don't know but i just did it tell me a little <laughs> bit more about those amazing Conway i think that was bags. the smoothest segue
2: ever <laughs> that's all i got and people if you are looking to replace that old moldy hockey bag with the busted zipper, go check out our people at economyandbanks.com. They make premium quality bags that are just absolutely built to last. Uh, they include those removable organizers that keep all your stuff together. Uh, it keeps everything dry with the waterproof materials and the giant vents. And it has my favorite feature with that built in foot mat that keeps my feet dry and those wet locker rooms. Uh, they do come yeah. in three different sizes and five different colors. So you'll be sure to find one that you love uh, and get 10% off by using code. What 10 and uh, get your gear to the rink in. <clears throat> <sighs> nice. Very nice. nice. Yeah, it was fun. That was a good one. Mm, nice. Speaking of nasty hockey rinks are so really quick. Uh, have you noticed oh. the improvements at Richardson Fink? yo huge
0: shout out to richardson they gave us little locker rooms they gave us little lockers above the benches that are definitely built for children um because every time you sit down you bump your head on them
2: i was gonna say i've already got like three concussions man i'm sure
0: (laughs) yeah i can't spell talk too good no more yeah, it's, uh,
2: but it's nice. I like that they are putting in
0: a little bit of effort. Um, I know a lot of people that listen to the podcast and, and myself and you, uh, Jason included, that rink uh, has a, a special place in the hearts of a lot of people. It is uh, truly where a lot of people have become friends. Strangers have become friends. And it's just a, it's, a, it's a real nice place. That's where we got Pat on the ice for the first time. Um, so there's a lot of, uh, fond memories there. I know I can speak for myself and I, I, I'm sure I can speak for a lot of others that, uh, listen to this podcast and support the podcast. And you see a lot of the water hockey jerseys floating around the Richardson Star center. But yeah, I, 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 would like to, uh, extend a, a hearty thank you to the Richardson ring staff for giving us a little, uh, a little taste of the good life, if you will, um, it's been it's been a nice uh it's been a nice surprise just in time for the holidays uh before we jump into everything i do want to i, I want to throw one more ad read in there because uh it's time to call all hockey players winter and nice mitts are here with an exciting new winter collection embrace the cold and stay warm this hockey season with their versatile lineup of long sleeve shirts hoodies joggers and more all expertly designed to keep you comfortable and looking your best no matter the occasion. Whether you're at the rink enjoying a night out or watching your favorite team at home, their hockey apparel is the perfect fit. You can shop the entire collection, including their wash machine safe pro-level hockey gloves, exclusively at nice mitts. That's n-i-c-e-m-i-t-t-s.com right now. And yeah, we've got a water hockey 10 code over there too. So get 10% off your order. And a little birdie told me, I don't know how long the sale's going on, and I hope it's still going on by the time this. Podcast Drops, but they are discounting their gloves 15% and their apparel 20% for the winter. Uh, so get over there, save a little money, get some great gear. I've got a couple of pairs of their shoes. They're uh, what I call the daily drivers, and uh, I love them. The uh, Scoop Tee is my go-to. I definitely need to restock and get more of those. But uh, get over to nicemits.com and, uh, yeah, take care of yourself, folks. You'll uh, You'll thank us for it. Uh, speaking of the Americans, I, I put out a quick, you know, just before we got started, Instagram dipsy do about what should we talk about on the podcast. And I uh, want to give a shout out to one of our followers that said we should talk about the uh, sellout that the Americans had this past Saturday for my first ever as an employee of a pro sports organization, Star Wars theme night. The stress going into that was at an all-time high, but once it started, it was an absolute riot. I'm sure you guys have seen the pictures. If you haven't, go check out the Allen Americans Instagram. I I might even post it on the Wada Hockey Instagram because it was so cool to look at. We had a giveaway of 3,000 Allen Americans branded lightsabers, all red. We were embracing the dark side. And just with the rink being red as it is, and then all of the lightsabers, we have some fans that bring goal lights. They have goal lights that are for sale in the Americans team shop. It was just one of the coolest atmospheres to be a part of. The entire night was a success. Aside from the scoreboard, the Americans did end up losing uh, by one goal, four to three to the Wichita Thunder, which obviously you want to see those big theme nights end a little bit differently. But. Man, if you guys ever get the chance to experience a Star Wars night with like a more minor league setting, if you get the chance, take it. It is so much fun. It's an absolute blast. Uh, I hope that they have giveaways as cool as we had with the Americans and the lightsabers. We had, I think, 40 or something cosplayers come out, and one of them was a legit Chewbacca that was like over seven feet tall. It was actually
2: Peter Mayhew. Mm -hmm movie quality no i think he died oh you know what i think you're right too man yeah, so it might have well, been, been the ghost facing, maybe. Uh, wow uh, bring it in. down <laughs> awkward
0: don't edit that out uh <laughs> no, yeah it was movie quality mine wasn't but i still love it um it was just a it was a cool night if you guys are star wars nerds i mean they had death troopers Stormtroopers, darth vader was out there for the puck drop um it was just an, an unbelievable night one of the coolest nights i've gotten to experience uh, working in pro sports and cannot wait for more theme nights um we can talk about it the, the, i think i don't know. want that
1: stepbrothers reference to go unnoticed by the way
0: oh yeah oh it was there mine wasn't moving i was quality, hoping somebody would
1: jump it. at the chance so thank you yeah
0: mm-hmm. mine wasn't moving quality but i still love it um <laughs> But I had to, I had to ascend the mountain, so to speak, to get to the peak, and that that mountain was Swifty night the night before, and oh,
2: how close I mean, to, to that climb, was that one?
0: That one, that one uh, need, needed some work. Needed okay. some work. Okay, now, I mean, you had
1: to climb the mountain. Get to that peak and then descend down a little bit and climb up another mountain to another peak because you love Taylor Swift so much.
0: Back yeah, to yeah. back. Peaks. Oh, oh, and uh, you know what? I'm glad that you bring that up. I'm glad you bring that up. I also <laughs> want to give a shout out to uh, Butters, Brooke, Mark, Caroline, uh, Ben. They all came out. They all Swifties love love the gal. They they've drank the Kool Aid. It's such a cult. But um, Lee Hastings, friend of the show. If you guys don't know who Lee Hastings is, he is the PA announcer for the Allen Americans, has been for almost 600 games coming up on that milestone this season. He always plays Sweet Caroline in the second intermission. And I'm sitting in the stands with the, the group of Swifties that have made it out. Um, very lucky to skate with, with Mark. And Brooke. They're, they're great friends on the and off the ice. And I hear my name over the PA and Lee's like basically teasing that here comes sweet Caroline. And then he starts to talk about me and I know something's coming and I get the biggest rib from Lee. Uh, What's that song she sings about never getting back together. He was like, here comes Fink's favorite song because it describes him and Taylor Swift's relationship because blah, blah, blah. He won't stop calling and she'll never answer. It's, we are never, (laughs) ever, ever getting back together. And that was the sing-along. And I gave him the most demon-like stare from across the ice. I mean, I I was across the ice, up in the stands, and just the evolution of that was just an absolute kick in the old stomach because, ooh... Oh, I I hate, I hate, I hate it so much. Um, But yeah, that was, that was a fun weekend. You know what, man? I think it's, I think
2: it's time to finally bring Lee on and and talk about this. Like that's, that's show worthy. Like we should finally have him on maybe for 600 to celebrate his 600th. Yeah, let's. Uh, I'll let him get there first. I really want to milk that bit. What, uh, it's been,
0: it's been one of my favorite on running, uh, going bits that we've had on this podcast in the last okay. three ish years. Um, just to make him think that he's going to make it, and uh, we are never, ever, ever having him on the podcast. <laughs>
2: there you go.
0: <laughs> no, I think I think the time I think the time has uh, has officially approached for the the Lee Hastings episode, and it's going to be uh it'll be something. It'll definitely be something. Um,
2: uh, uh, how many games does he have until six hundred?
0: I think it's in March of next year, I believe. Okay. give or take. We've got some time. Um, but he's he's been there for a lot of the ups uh, and some of the downs. Most of the ups, actually. Uh, so I think it might be, I think it might be time. But that being said, there has been some hockey played since we've been on the podcast last. So we'll jump into it, and then we'll, uh, we'll we'll debate a couple of topics. But the Americans, like I said, won and lost one this weekend in Allen and uh, head to Utah to take on the Grizzlies in a three-game set starting Wednesday with a game on Friday and Saturday as well. Uh, leading scorer Matt Marsneau has been suspended by the Americans with the intent of retaining his rights as he has chosen to head overseas and play in Germany. Marsalou leaving is a big hit, but also frees up quite a bit of cap space with the ECHL cap for the Americans as they continue to try and get healthy and add some major pieces heading into the rest of the season. Um, Obviously, not where you want to be right now, but you know it is still relatively early in the ECHL season, so I don't see this team staying down for long. I see some uh, hopefully long streaks headed their way in the right direction. The Texas Stars, to no one's surprise had a few top guys recognized in the month of November as Maverick Bjork it was awarded the AHL player of the month for November and Logan Stankoven was named AHL's rookie of the month. And so I wanted to throw this question to you guys. Pat, I'll ask you first. What's the ceiling for these guys? Like the accolades they are already getting, the the, uh, the chemistry they have on the ice. What what do you see the ceiling being for one each or either one of them?
1: I see Stankoven being top six forward for sure. It depends on who else is in his rookie class because the Stars rookies suffer from small market uh, yeah. disregard. I don't know why. I mean, Dallas is the third largest, fourth largest media market. Um, and outside of the Rangers have had the most consistent success without winning. But I think if he can come in and is not going up against somebody from one of the original six or um, Vegas, a team like that, then I could see him getting some Calder buzz for sure. Maverick, I think a less productive top six, maybe a third line pairing kind of guy. Uh, not pairing, you know what I mean? But I get you. I, I think they're both going to be really solid contributors when they're ready. I kind of wish both had stayed up, but the offense in its current iteration is uh, not doing too poorly outside of, you know, the weird games that they have but we can talk about that later but yeah top six for sure for stank Coban third line with a hot with a, a ceiling of top six for york
0: i like that i think that's a i think that's a uh,
2: a let, sound assessment let me pro uh pose this question if the stars continue to have this kind of success that we are kind of currently trending toward, do you feel like Maverick and Logan could possibly be moved a little bit to maybe make room for a fancy high name free agent uh, later in the season to Kind of put the stars give that extra competitive edge in this season, or maybe next season, providing you know things kind of don't shake up so well.
0: I'm gonna go with no, and it's based on the fact that the NHL is predicted to bump their salary cap up roughly four million dollars, and if you 80, look at 80. it, 80. They're, five. Yeah, so they're both going to be on entry level contracts, which is just phenomenal for us and with the way that this team is built we will probably shed one maybe two contracts you know like the the craig smiths the sam steels guys like that that are on a one year and possibly get into the the situation where would you rather have a sam steel or would you rather have a Maverick York and a Logan um, or and a Craig, you know, uh, assuming Craig and, and Sam move okay. on to different teams? So I think we're in a really good position where we don't have to worry about them getting moved. And you do have other assets. Um, you do still have draft picks that you can kind of throw up there and say, you know, hey, we're not willing to give you our, our top guys, but... We are willing to give you the opportunity to get your own top guys uh, with a couple of draft picks. And, you know, and, and we're talking about this too, with, we, with the guys like uh Leon headed back over to Sweden, mm-hmm. which really shouldn't cause a lot of panic I'm to right. stars fans because he's going to continue to develop against the top competition over there. So I'm not wildly concerned about that, Um now, he, to me, is the most enticing of the three. Now, don't get me wrong. I think Mavic Bjork, Logan Stan, Coven both have wildly high upsides. Uh, Pat, I agree with you with Stan Coven being a top six guy, uh, Bjork being another possible top six guy. And obviously with the chemistry that they've been able to develop over those past couple of games or you know, the, the very young season in the AHL, you you want to give those guys an opportunity to get up and play together in the NHL because they obviously feed off each other and just imagine going into the the top league in the world and and having a guy that you've already had that pre established you know connection with and maybe slotting in that third guy so to to answer your 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 question Jason kind of simply is is no I'm not I, I wouldn't do that I wouldn't I wouldn't see them moving either one of those guys. Um, obviously Logan is, is a little younger Maverick's been in the system a little bit longer, but you can tell how highly this team thinks of Logan, Stan Coven, and they're willing to do what they need to do to wait until he's ready to come into the, a, uh, the NHL. And I think having a guy like Maverick Bjork as a co-star is one of those situations where, you know, they see them both doing well and, the stars are doing well in the NHL level and they say, okay, we'll see how this pans out in the NHL. And, you know, maybe if we come up a little bit short, knock on wood, they don't, they can sleep comfortably at night knowing cool. Well, we've got reinforcements on the way Um, because I would love to see now. Don't get me wrong. You know, guys Mm -hmm. like Craig Smith, Sam Steele, you don't want to see him leave if they become integral parts of this organization. But you look at a guy like Luke Lindening, who scored on us, uh, you know, yesterday with Tampa Bay. You know, he was a guy that you don't want to see leave, but it allows those guys, the next guys up, to have that slot more than likely in the in the near future, as opposed to you know signing an older guy like Lindening to a two or three year extension, and you're like, well, now we have to wait even longer. Or we got to put this guy on waivers and you've only de- delayed the inevitable. Um, so uh, speaking of the stars, though, um, I was recently watching a few highlight videos uh, from the last few seasons. Um, and I came across one um, from last year's first round playoff. And, and I just want to say this because it just brings me so much absolute joy um, to talk about. The Minnesota Wild have completely spiraled out of control since the Dallas Stars put them in their place in the playoffs last year in the first round. You know the the infamous hit on Pavelski, and I don't even know if you guys remember the neon knee that Felino had um, that ended up getting him ejected uh, mm-hmm. against Rodik Foxa. What a what a just what a scummy franchise. And now Dean Evason is out of a job. The wild are just in a terrible spot. And thanks to the likes of Zach Brise, and I, I hate to bring up his name in a positive light, but even Ryan Souter just owning them Whoa. contractually. Well, Let's let's talk about it And the fact that they both uh, they both are taking a lot of money from Minnesota over the next couple of seasons. And it's really kind of handicapping the wild from being able to make any real major moves. So just kudos, kudos to the Minnesota wild for being just such a a tough bunch. Um, What a joke of a franchise and a fan base they have been since that series and before. Um, I wish I, I wish my rent was what it costs to live in the minds of wild fans all over. Um, and then I just simply put the word "bums." Just a bunch of bums. They are the most <laughs> broken down, janky wagon. Um, they have hey, no don't look now, man. Don't
2: look now, man. On a three game win streak, so whoop
0: de do, whoop de do. They are in Sam. one of, if not the most difficult conference. And I can say that because the stars are in the same conference. You look at the teams, like the jets, the avalanche are now just churning butter left and right. The jets. Oh my God. Like I don't like speaking highly of Rick bonus because he was like, I don't want to coach anymore. But then he got to Winnipeg. He was like, give it another go. Um, I do wish his wife the best. His wife had a stroke and he had to take a leave of absence from the team. Uh, came back. It was a really cool speech to see them give him the game puck and, and just say, you know, like we're still here for you. So in that regard, off the ice, you know, you wish him well, but on the ice and in that situation, get wrecked. Um, so yeah, I don't, I don't know. I I saw I saw that video of the knee on knee, and it just really made me feel good to know that they have floundered and that they are continuing to spiral, even with a three-game win streak. Yeah, whatever. They're a bunch of bums. Um, before we really dive into it, did you guys remember that Ben Bishop was on the Ottawa Senators? Because I sure didn't until I saw a highlight clip this, uh, this evening. Just randomly.
2: Yeah. I didn't realize he was still
0: wait, he's yeah. currently? No, 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 no. Oh, no, no, no. Yeah. yeah. I completely forgot about that stint with him in, in, in uh in Ottawa. Completely forgot. I remember the Kings. Fun obviously missions. the lightning. Yeah, but, but Ottawa.
2: And the Uh, blue, I'll go ahead and take that one off my list, uh, that I have for the future.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead and scratch that one, or we can do it as a throwback. But, um, I (laughs) wanted to circling
1: back real quick, just as an aside to moving Stankoven and Bork. Okay, York. Can I get his name right? Um, one thing to keep in mind is that in. Not after this year, but after next year, the stars will be clearing just under seventeen million. Sagan and Ben off the book. Uh, not Sagan. Sagan's not until twenty eight. <clears throat> um. Oh, yeah, right. Nine yeah, a, right.
2: Yeah, that's right. He had that other. Uh, uh, yeah,
1: nine and a half for Jamie, who you gotta assume will not want to go anywhere else and take some sort of friendly deal. Yeah. Um. He's made a bunch of money
0: he really has
1: you got foxa who love foxa but um gotta assume one of those two guys can slot in just fine in his position yep uh dodonov he'll likely be gone he'll be 37 anyways so
0: yep but russian um, machine never breaks so who knows with him that's true
1: uh pavelski you never can tell I mean, he's still going, so
0: I no, think he's, just- he's setting records now. Yeah, again, <clears throat> yeah, he's
1: ridiculous. Um, and then the big one, Ryan Suter,
0: the big A- one
1: after next year will clear three point six five million off the books,
0: off in cap hit, and so yeah. and let's hope that the cap continues to rise so you essentially I mean we like we just talk about 3.7 what 7 3.6 next season yeah and then you know we went from one to a 3.7 million dollar jump who's to say it doesn't jump another 3.7 4 or 5 i mean we could be looking at well over 20 million in cap space
1: yeah come that time and when you when you combine that with two guys making under a million On an entry level contract that can contribute right out of camp, that is uh, a good spot to be in. I don't know how Jim Nill has pulled this off, like to have us so consistently in a good space from a cat perspective.
0: But and we were on the cusp of him being done. I mean, he's on a one year extension. Yeah. So The the dude is a financial
1: wizard. A mastermind. I mean, you see the two, the two longest, <laughs> the two longest sign guys are
0: Rope and Miro. You love to see that. And you got to think that that's like, otter, I'm, I'm like 100% okay with it. Yeah. Yeah. And you got to think that otter is going to sign be a nice extension after the four year taking a team friendly. Um, yeah. And then robo taking a, a team friendly ish deal. Like, we're in such a good spot. And then lest we forget the absolute steal of the century so far with Matt Duchesne at $3 million. What an absolute steal. And, and he's, we've said this before on the last episode, seemingly loves being here, is obsessed with Texas. So I would assume that he would like to stay around and would probably, you know, again, assuming that we make a deep run into the uh, Stanley Cup playoffs, realize that he is very close to wing a cup and could be for the next two to three years if not longer if he were to decide or to decide to stay here on a on a team friendly contract because the way it looks right now is he's in love with the team so why not keep him around why wouldn't he want to yeah. stay around so um you know we we've been talking a lot of positives and we are going to keep talking positives but we we do have to talk about a little bit of the negatives here. So the Stars season continues in one of the biggest and strangest home and home series with the Tampa Bay Lightning, where we saw the Stars dominate on Saturday afternoon with a, a tub thumping. That's a bit of a 90s throwback reference. Uh, yeah. Eight to one at home in the AAC, only to turn around and get thumped themselves and get shut out four to zero on Monday night now it's interesting to me because we haven't been stellar at home this season we are we were we were setting a record i believe on the road uh for this start and so you look at how we play on the road and then you look at how we play at home i mean we're still i argue a top 5 team in the nhl and it's a little concerning because obviously you want to have that home cook, you know, home cooked meal, home advantage. But the 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 back to back for us to go from beating the Tampa Bay Lightning eight to one to losing four to zero, it's a little concerning. Not wildly concerning. I think what's more concerning, and Pat, I, I'm sure you can back me up on this, is the two gut wrenching losses first to the avs where we were up by a few goals played extremely well for a period and then completely fell off and then like we talked about earlier that game friday against the calgary flames after thanksgiving where we were up and then ended up getting i think it was what the final was 7 to 4 7 4 yeah mm. it's not the 4 to 0 Loss against Tampa after an eight to one win that concerns me. It's those two games, more specifically against the Flames, because again, like I, I said before, the Avs are churning the butter. They're the, the system is working, they're moving. The quitter himself, Val Nichushkin, has even been on a tear, but we were. In the driver's seat against the Flames, who have been floundering around 500, and the Flames just traded off Sadoroff, one of their best defensemen, if not their absolute best defensemen. What, like, what did you take away from that, Pat? Now, this is we are removed a little bit from that game, but you know, it's 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 hard not to look back at that and go. Okay, that's a little concerning of a of a of a loss. I mean, it's just the inconsistency. I'm not
1: I'm not sounding the alarm bells on this team yet because I think we are closer to figuring out figuring it out than not. But the inconsistency particularly on the defensive side is starting to get concerning. Like, we can shut down for 20 minutes, 40 minutes, but stringing together 60 minutes seems to be hard to come by. And I don't know what it is. We're not blocking shots as much as we seem to have in the past. Otter's taking a lot more clean looks against him, which is not what you want. Because, I mean... It's a big net. He's a big dude, but it's a big net, and these guys are professionals. They can thread it through there, true. Like nobody's business. So I don't, I don't know what we need to do. And I'm not gonna pin everything on one particular person on the defense. I don't think Miro's been a hundred percent as good as he usually is. Um, I mean, we still have the usual suspects. Hawk and Pod does dumb shit. Suter yep. does dumb shit. I mean, Nils Esa, is... Esa has
0: time. Has yeah, time.
1: Esa. I mean, probably the most consistent that I've seen is probably Thomas Harley. And he was out for, what, mm-hmm. four games? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> on a boarding that didn't even get a suspension. Insane. Yeah, riddle me that. But, yeah, defensively is our biggest issue right now offense. I think sputters sometimes, but for the most part is more consistent. There's not as much cutesy passing from what I've seen. They seem to be more willing to take the shot. Uh, And when they do get cute, um, they're at least getting shots on Mm -hmm. Not great chances, but better than previous where they wouldn't even complete a pass. So, I think all of the pieces are there. We just have to figure out what to do defensively.
0: I agree. I think that was very well said. I really don't have any critiques on that. Um, I will say I I do hope that Niels turns it around and continues to advance. I know he worked very hard in the offseason. Um, seems to be you know, getting better. Yeah, putting mm-hmm. on a, a quite a bit more weight to not get pushed around. I will say the only my it's a minor concern for Miro. If you guys remember in the off season, you know there were a couple of times where he said he wanted to be more offensively sound because this is now a league where you have to be an offensive defenseman to get more you know Norris Trophy looks, um, and you know I, I agree. So I I just don't want him focusing too much on it. I want him to be the defenseman that he wants to be that he is without taking away from his game. That's mm-hmm. my only concern. I don't think he's going to do that. I don't think he's going to continue to, to strive to just put up shots. You know, I don't mind. I love the shots from the blue line. Uh, I think that creates a lot of opportunity, especially when you've got Pavelski in, uh in front of the net um, for deflection. A lot of these guys on the stars have, have started to seemingly take, you know that page out of Pavelski's book. I know sagan has got a couple of tip ins, so you you like you like seeing that because you want them to mimic what's working, uh, overall for the team. So I'm glad that Wedgwood's healthy. I will say that too. Do I still get a little nervous when he's in net? Absolutely, but I'd rather be nervous with him in net now than nervous with Otter in the net come playoffs because Otter's played. A monster amount of games,
2: 60 70 yeah. games, man. Yeah, like I mean, last I guess sixty year. was kind of like the sweet spot, but
0: mm-hmm.
2: yeah, I think he's. Looking, I think they're looking more.
1: for like fifty-ish in the regular yeah. season, something yeah, like that because he played sixty-four in the regular season last year, I believe. Yeah, but I, I can't. I mean,
0: I can't remember what the stat was, but there was some stat last year where they they talked about in this league, this day and age. The statistics of a goalie after sixty some ish games, sixty two games, I believe. Yeah, completely yeah, completely I was, I was tapers off. Yeah, completely they just tapers off, off, and he was able to still put up massive numbers in the playoffs. I truly believe that we're looking at a different situation with a more rested Otter against the Golden Knights last year. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we aren't we aren't digging ourselves in that. Three zero hole um, that we were in last year um, in the in the uh, Western Conference Finals, so you know, and and that says a lot. You're still one of the top four teams in the league uh, going into this season with a goalie who had much more heavy of a load than he than he needed to have. So I I sound like a broken record when I say it, but I truly believe that Wedgewood being able to stay healthy is going to be the key to our success. To win the Stanley Cup this year, if he can stay healthy and the Stars can get the ship right, you know we're going to go through some rough patches. We've been at the top of the Central already for a little bit. You know we've tapered off here recently over the last couple of weeks. I think we're, we're sitting in third now, but again we are in arguably one of the toughest divisions. Um, the Pacific is getting there. I'll give him credit. The Pacific is getting mean, um, but uh,
2: we are you know. fifth in the Western right now.
0: That well, what are we imagined?
2: And, and the Pacific, like you said, it's Vegas, Kings, Vancouver, all ahead of us right now. Okay. And then yeah. it's Colorado than us.
0: The Pacific is mean. So we are still in front of the Jets. Love that for us. Second in the central. That'll get us in the playoffs. Love that. Um the Pacific is meaner than I thought. I forgot about the Canucks, and you know, so did the stars, and then we, we ran into Jumbo. But Man, the the Canucks, the Pacific. Man, the Kings. Why too. can we not beat them? I don't know. <laughs> this this year, this season, I I understand the Canucks have been on a tear. Um, but Demko, I don't yeah, know. It's don't it's know. three years in a row we have not won a game against him at he all. Is, he is undefeated. Yeah, he he has not lost to us a single time that he's there. Has to be something
2: so. in Alberta that is just like. Oh, I've already said.
0: I've already. I've already said that the theory is Demko had a girlfriend, and she cheated on him with one of the guys that played with the Dallas Stars. And Demko was like, "I will never let the Dallas Stars win a game as long as I live." Tyler Sagan, if probably.
2: I, yeah, probably
0: a little rascal. Uh, uh, it could also hey, be it,
2: that guy Bedard, right?
0: I was going to say it could be worse. Could be <laughs> his mom. That poor kid. Oh man, what a... What a whirlwind! Obviously, Brutal. the <laughs> the rumors that swirled have more or less been completely shut down. Uh, but have man, they? what an! Abs- I think been, though, I think I think the have they just the, been uh,
2: tiptoed around? It's been confirmed.
0: No, because I don't believe that Chicago can tiptoe around anything at all. Um, not anymore. But yet they continue to get rewarded. No matter what, um I mean, you look at the the sexual misconduct allegations and um the sexual assault charges that were pressed, and you know Chicago does all these terrible things, and then out of nowhere, guess what? You're getting the you know this generation's Sidney Crosby, this generation's you know Wayne Gretzky. You're welcome, Chicago. And then they get him, and what happens? This shit. I mean, it's just nonstop. And are we surprised? At Corey Perry, is anyone really going? Oh, how could he? He's such a great guy. Everyone likes him. Now you know you look at the way that teams respect him when he leaves, and his teammates how how they seem to rally around him. I truly believe this is another Jim Montgomery situation where we will never find out what happened. Um, And you know what? For a guy like Jim Montgomery. I never do really truly want to find out what happened because he has shown that he can turn things around for the better and, and become a not become, but continue to display that, you know, everyone makes mistakes, but it doesn't shape who they are as a person overall. Um, Because Monty has just been an absolute lighthouse, the Boston Bruins and, what he's just a great guy you can see the way his players talk about him listen to his interviews now and look at how the room acts whenever he comes in there and the things that he says about the team and their families he's just he's a stand-up guy now perry he hasn't really given a lot of people off the ice uh or fans i would rather say fans i can't speak for players reason to say he's gonna turn this around he's a good guy um you know, I'm sure he is. I'm sure he's a great locker room guy, but what? This is just that's just a wild, wild situation. Um, this this sport, this league, cannot seem to stop shooting itself in the foot with everything. Lucic, that guy's a bum. Now he's got domestic abuse charges filed against him. Perry, with whatever happened with him. You know, it was a misconduct of some sort. He did something wrong enough to get literally fired from his job as a professional athlete in a major league in the U.S., North America. And then you just tack on all of the shit that the league has done. Hockey is for everyone, unless you're gay, unless you're black, unless you're poor. What was that? Kyle Beach?
1: That's his last name.
0: Was that the the Chicago? The Blackhawks kid. Yep. I
1: mean you got Alex Galchenyuk. I mean oh that was that was dealt with
0: swiftly, but yeah, thankfully. That Holy. Uh oof. I I think this is something I, I I said the other day. Um this is the greatest sport in the worst league. It's just an absolute shame to see what this this league continues to do. And I hope that you know, eventually the ship can be righted and we can continue to point in the right direction. Uh, but, yeah, stuff like that with Perry and the Blackhawks and all that stuff and, and Lucic and just, you know, hockey is for everyone. Not really. It's something that changes over the course of the next few seasons. Um, you know, I, I can't completely blame Gary Batman, but I sure as hell can put a lot of the blame on him. God, I hate that guy.
2: I think we can I think we can blame him.
0: Well, I mean, like I've heard so many people say, yeah, he's he's a he's a little bitch, but he's also a puppet for all the owners. So at the end of the day, we got to look at the owners, too, because they're the ones that ultimately kind of sway his decision. Um, Fair. so why can't we just do juice? like, why can't we just do cool stuff with everybody and stop? You don't need to do hood rat shit? things with your friends. You don't, you don't. I mean, you look at the NBA and, and how successful that league is all over the world. The NHL is, is slowly getting there all over the world. I mean, it is one of the most international sports played, um, you know, only to really soccer and, and, two degree basketball now man be better be better guys that's all i that's all i have to say i didn't mean to go on a tangent i'm starting to get a little tired so i just kind of rambled a little bit up next ccm versus bauer why is bauer so shitty everybody (laughs) i said it
2: oh where do we start
0: oh i got the inside scoop I got the. Oh. I had the inside for for almost eight months working at a at a at a local hockey store uh, and seeing all the Bauer products come back broken versus the CCM ones broken and the reasons Dude. why they were broken. Honestly, for me, it boils down to the, the the fact that Bauer decided to rebrand itself with one of the worst logos in all of sports.
2: The little X looking thing. Yeah, that's so fucking. It's so stupid.
0: It's awful you had one of the most recognizable brands in hockey from years and years and years and then you go i want to be like nike but dumb just dumb it that's bauer (laughs) but legitimately their products i'm I'm not a fan of i don't like anything that they do i don't like the way it fits um got a good jock though
2: (laughs) those yellow ones that everybody oh no
0: i can't do the loose jocks this is probably tmi this this could be a whole nother conversation uh i i can't i gotta do compression jocks i got right, I, I like i like security that's fair i like my i like my thighs to be hugged tight
2: <laughs> <laughs> not just up there you know
0: I gotta get all, right up in the crevice okay that's enough out of me um Always good to get back on the mic with you guys. Glad we got to do this. Uh, any any parting thoughts before we, we call this one a wrap? Let's Better. not
1: lose our cool just yet.
0: I'm with you, Pat. Yeah. Everyone's, Sky everyone's is
1: not chill. falling. No, no. We're in it's second getting, place in the
2: division.
0: Yeah, it's just it's getting dark a little okay. earlier.
2: It's going to be okay. There's definitely light at the end of the tunnel here, and it's you can see it.
0: And it's the light shining off the Stanley Cup.
2: Whoa. I didn't say it. You said it. Praise Gretzky. It. Praise
0: Gretzky. Hey, that's all Kirk, I got. Geez. Congrats to, congrats to uh, Tristan Yari um, on his uh, journey to beating Wayne Gretzky and goals scored. He's got one. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah, that's the episode. Pat, you want to roll us out? Start it off?
1: Yeah. Make
0: good choices and stay sassy and uh, stay moist ah, make good choices miss you Shannon and don't for any reason even if you prefer your jock to be snug as a rug in a bug or something that sorts up in your crotch forget your Kermit tattoos <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>